Who are you? I'm the player to be named later. And you should recognize me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Players to be Named Later podcast. Not to be confused with other podcasts that are just a singular on that title. I'm Ed, that's Dan, and we're going to break down week two of the NFL season. Danny, boy, it's it was a week. Man, what a good start to the NFL season. Back-to-back weeks, amazing games. This week to be determined. Yeah, because uh, you look at the schedule this coming week, and we're going to get to our picks here after a while toward the end of the show. Uh, not a lot of intriguing matchups for week three. Not that many that interest me. There are a few that after the first two weeks, I am more than willing to say, okay, let's see what this team has, though. All right, shall we get started? Let's start on Thursday. Washington's football team. Are we ever going to get a nickname for them? I'm going to ask you this every week, and I feel like every week you're going to give me the same answer. Next year. Yeah, so you give me the Chicago Cubs default. There's always next year. All right. Uh, They were able to defeat the New York football Giants on a last-second 43-yard field goal on Thursday night. I know you watched it, Danny boy. Talk to me. What stuck Um, out to you? Henneke stuck out to me. Henneke stuck out to me, and the fact that Daniel Jones played very well, and the team just can never seem to – to close out, it, it's amazing to me. The fact that Daniel Jones is, after two weeks, he is the number six rated quarterback on pro football focus. And this yeah. guy gets so much hate as well. Um, but Tyler Haneke looks really good. Ed, what do you got? What do you got on this? Uh, you know, that call there at the end, you think? No, no. And I, I was going to get to that here in a second. But Daniel Jones, 22 for 32 for 249. And he added another nine rushes for 95 yards. I don't get what the hate is for this guy. Like, I really don't. I don't think it's sustainable for the Giants to be successful if Daniel Jones is outrushing Saquon Barkley. But, yeah, Henneke looked Henneke looked great. You know, he made the plays when he had to. How bad do you feel for that Giants defensive lineman? Oh. It, I mean, that's just gut-wrenching. You know, I've been watch. A- I mean, just brutal to watch. Great game to watch, but they under that. It, it, made, it put a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Well, for the Giants back in the day when Eli and Shockey were there. Oh yeah, that that's a that's an underlying storyline here all this week where the refs pulling out the the, the yellow hankies because it it turned the tide in a lot of games and it destroyed one of the nationally televised games. We'll get to that here in a minute. Impressed by the uh, football team there, bud. I am impressed, especially with the fact that Fitzmagic has gone down and Henneke stepped right in. He looks like he can – he looks like he may – you know, they may not miss a beat if that defense gets it together, which I regarded as one of the best defenses in the league two weeks yep. ago, and they haven't shown it through the first two weeks. No, they didn't. Uh, just to give you a little bit of a reminder, Dan picked this game correctly. I did not. Let's move along. Dan, Pat's Jets. There's not much to say about this here. Um Belichick does what Belichick does to rookie quarterbacks. Um, that's kind of the best way to describe it. Once again, another New York team having an issue with their quarterback. This is Zach Wilson's second week in the league. Did he throw two picks? Yeah. Has he seen anything the the way that Belichick runs a defense? No, not to this point. Give the kid a break, Jets fans. Well, the, the, game. the Patriots, I mean, say what you will about Mac Jones, and he looks like he may be the answer in New England, but... 
this wasn't a great game for the offensive side of the football. It just, I'm glad I kind of missed most of it, you know? Uh, yeah, there wasn't much to really see here. Shall we move along? Let's let's roll it. Well, before we do, we both got this one correct, so let's go on. Dan, what do you have next? Uh, we got Broncos at the Jaguars, and um, yeah, this, uh, I'm gonna let you touch on this because I feel like you were you definitely were higher on the Jags coming into the season than I was. Um, I was. So I'll, I'll I let had... you touch on the Jaguars side side of the ball, and then I'll talk a little bit about Denver. I had more faith in Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. Lawrence has not looked great. You know, it could be a star quarterback on a very bad team. It, you know, Trevor Lawrence never lost. He has never lost until he got to the NFL. Correct. And he's 0-2. And now mm-hmm. with reports that Urban Meyer is going to be one and done in Jacksonville. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens with that. I'm not I'm not buying that. It's it's week two. I, those national headlines sometimes, man, they just they're just there for what they are. If he is one and done, then then so be it. Well, we're both wrestling guys, and we know that you know the quote unquote dirt sheets exist in professional wrestling. They also exist in the NFL. People are looking up ways to create news and make themselves popular to get a blue check mark, but. I can tell you one thing that won't happen. Um, he won't be fired after one season. That's for sure. That's way too much money to fire somebody. Oh, agree. I, I don't care if your last name's Con or not. Now, if he walks away, that's a little bit of a different story. But I feel like Urban Meyer's pride would get in the way, and we will at least have him through the next season. On the Denver side of the ball, is it good to see Teddy Bridgewater um, out there doing really good things? with the team, especially after that leg injury that he had. We were never sure. The leg injury, back. yeah. The concussion, um, too, when he got his clock cleaned on that uh, quarterback sneak that was arguably the dirtiest hit I've seen in professional football against the Rams how many ever years ago. I was worried about Teddy, you know, but he seems to have found a home in, in Detroit. I mean, he's obviously not the long-term answer there. I think Detroit still – or Detroit, Denver – Still got to find a long-term quarterback, but he's a hell of a bridge for right now. I see what Unintended. He's keeping Unintended. that bridge together over the water. Oh, yeah, something like that. Uh, shall we move along? Uh, so I had Denver in this game. You had the Jaguars. Yep, I, I, I screwed that one up. But a game we both got correct, Dolphins-Bills. And this one wasn't close from the very beginning, and there is a reason. What was that reason, Daniel? Uh, Tua is is out. Tua is hurt right now. Uh, the the status on Tua is still up in the air. Um, are they dead in the water without him? Absolutely. You have absolutely. No, you have no faith at all in Jacoby Brissett then. No. Okay. If I had faith in Jacoby Brissett, he'd be the starting quarterback in yeah. New England or wherever else he's played. No, this it's a it's a Tua centric. Offense and without Tua, no. Um, you know, Tua was one of four quarterbacks to go down this week, along with uh, Tyrod Taylor, who we'll get to here in a minute, Andy Dalton, and Carson Wentz. Big names found their ways to the injury list. Jarvis Landry had two snaps in Cleveland before he got hurt. TJ Watt didn't even play. Danny Amendola, his career's been injury-plagued, and he's back and Lord knows how long he's going to be. And then you have the two offensive linemen in Tennessee, which is not good news for the star of the week. But we'll get to them here in a second. We both 
we're right on this game, and I don't think much needs to be said about it after that. What were the bill? What was Buffalo in week one? Ooh, like, that, me, like, like that's that's kind of my question here, right? Like they blow out a team, which their starting quarterback did get hurt. Sure, right. Um, oh, they so, look like ass against Pittsburgh. Right. Like, is this going to be a jackal, uh, Doctor Jackal, Mister Hyde type thing the whole season with them, or was that just a fluke week one and Buffalo will still be the real deal in that division? Welcome to Buffalo. All right. I mean, it's Buffalo reminds me a lot of Cleveland where anything can happen on any given week. They can look really good or really mediocre. Um, but a good thing. Both those teams look good this week. Kind of. Uh, let's 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 go on. Philly Niners. And I finally got a pick right that you didn't. Yes. Philly beat. The Niners 17-11 in another blah game. What do you got for this one? All right. So Hurts right now, according to Pro Football Focus, is the number two quarterback overall. The number two quarterback, according to Pro Football Focus, Jalen Hurts. Who's number one? Tom Brady. Uh, okay. I, I I vehemently disagree with that. Now you got to take in mind, this takes into a lot of consideration. There, there's, there's yes, stuff the rushing the, yards. Yeah, I, I get all that. that. But um, I still vehemently disagree. Well, it's not just rushing yards. There's a lot more to it, right? Because if it was just rushing yards, Lamar wouldn't be as low as he is. He's number 20 right now. Well, um, there's another reason for that, but we'll get so, to that here. Hurts looks good. I think trading Carson Wentz might have been the right move for Philly, if we're being completely honest. Um, he looks composed in the pocket. He doesn't look to run immediately. He's going through his progressions very right. nicely. Um the Philly, the Philadelphia defense will be the problem. That's what I have on the Philly side of the ball. But they played well. They did. They played well. They held the Niners to just 17 points. I mean, there's a lot of teams that did a lot worse. I want to see the Niners versus a good defense. And then we can come back and talk about that game. Because I don't think that Philly D is good. And I am have a lot of questions about this Niners offense when they played a Lions team that's terrible. And now they played a Philly team that has a bad – it has a – an okay defense. I will say Jimmy G does look like Jimmy G of the past. And he looks like he's out there um, showing the world that he can still do his thing. What do you got for me? Uh, how, I, I mean, I have nothing on this one either. I I didn't really see that too much of this one, but how sustainable is Philly going to be? If Jalen hurts is their leading rusher weekend and week out, that will not last in the NFL to have your, to have your quarterback as leading rusher, unless you're in Baltimore. Well, that that was going to be my argument. So I guess we'll kind of kind of to be determined. I can tell you this game could have went Philly's way if that defense held up a little bit better. I very well, well believe that. You know they play in the worst division in football. So, I mean, I guess I guess as long as they're they're in games, that's all that matters. Shall we continue with the Colts and Rams? Which you can't. You got that one. You got that you, one right. I got you, that one wrong. No, Colts and Rams, we both got correct. No, I'm talking about Niners. Oh, yeah, I already said that. Colts and Rams, we both picked correctly. You can't spell Colts for shit. Well, uh, there's a reason the, for that. They actually, they actually take that out of our vocabulary in school here in the Baltimore area. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll give you that, given the fact that I have a strong hatred for Art Modell and what he did to my city. I guess it's only fair. I guess that's fair. Uh, Rams 27, Colts 24. Did the Rams make the right move? 
when they when they swapped quarterbacks with Detroit? Uh, so after watching golf last night, yes. But I don't think the Rams should have won this game. I agree with you. The Colts, on their first drive in the end zone, they turned the ball over on downs. They pounded the ball three times at least. I, I can't remember first down vividly in my mind, but second, third, and fourth down, they pounded the ball from the one. On third down there, you should at least go for a play-action pass. If he doesn't have anything, you throw that ball out of the back of the end zone, then you still have third and fourth to try to pound it in. At least you're keeping the defense on their heels when you do that. Um, and then on another, uh, I want to say it was a drive or two later, the Colts defense got an interception, another terrible play called down by the goal line. Carson Wentz went for that shovel pass, and it got picked off down there towards their, towards their end of the end zone. That should have at least been six points right there alone. Um, maybe three, because I don't disagree with going forward on fourth from the one. But I think that Indy blew this game, and the Rams did not win this game. It's something that I'm going to be watching moving forward. Uh, depending on how Carson well, Wentz's ankles go. You ever heard of that, a guy sprainings both his ankles? Not on is, the football field. Is there a more injury-prone player than Carson Wentz in the NFL right now? Yeah, and we'll get to him here in a minute. Um, if Jacob Eason doesn't finish this game and it's Carson Wentz, particularly with 223 left from – oh, wait. Yeah, they got the football uh, – 223 – does Carson Wentz lead that drive to at least tie the game with a with a? I think yes. I think that that's actually the game winning drive because they should have at least been tied at that point. I firmly believe the Colts blew this game, and we both picked this game right, mind you. We both had the Rams. Hey, fluke things happen. Is there a better receiver in the NFL than Cooper Cup? Not 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 now. And um, I would I would like to remind you. I did change my fantasy football team to for the third year in a row. Uh, my cup, KUPP, runneth over. Um, he is and the that, number that, one. By the way, that team is two and zero. Just saying. Just saying. He he is the number one wide receiver uh, according to Pro Football Focus right now as well. Oh, the Jesus, Rams... it should be 163 yards. I mean, yeah, and... and and there was no answer. Make no mistake, the Colts had no answer for him. No, none at all. I do think the Rams look sloppy, though, on both sides of the ball. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what it was. Um, if they look that way this week, it's going to be a long game hey, Dan, for them against Tampa. Be a millionaire and live in Southern California, and you tell me how focused you are. I mean, I, I get it. I get it, but those guys get paid to go out there and play. And this oh, game, this but, is a pick em. As of right now, this game is a pick em. Their game against Tampa next week. With a total of 55, and I like that over. Where is it at? It's in it's in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's dude. Take it, take Tampa, and take the over, and you will make money. I probably. I don't think. Um, well, we'll we'll get to that when we get to another game. I'll talk about home field advantage here in LA. Uh, my thoughts on that. Raiders Pittsburgh. I picked this one right. You got this one wrong. Raiders 26, Pittsburgh 17. Daniel Carr. MVP caliber, not now, but is he an MVP caliber quarterback? Uh, through two weeks of the season, he is the most valuable player in the NFL. Is it sustainable? To be determined. That's a terrible answer. That is a terrible answer, but I don't know how to answer this because how many times have we seen the Raiders come out the gate hot and then halfway through the season, they just completely destroyed themselves? Okay, look at who they played. Look at who they played. No, you're right. They, they played 
two good teams. I mean, I, I two I'm good gonna, defenses. They played two good defenses, and he carved them up both times. I think the Raiders' defense is for real too. I'm not gonna lie. Mad Max, that dude is a dog, and I enjoy oh, watching agreed. him play. Agreed. The number um, one edge rusher, according to Pro Football Focus, right now as a we're only two, two weeks a season, but how closed is the window in Pittsburgh? Um, halfway. I was gonna say because they had no running game against the Raiders, and that could be the Raiders' defense, but it could also be there's no running back in 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 Pittsburgh that has showed me anything this this year yet. So you're not believing Najee Harris at all. Big Ben, you can't put the game in Big Ben's hands anymore. You know, he's not going to be the kind of guy that's going to put up 450 yards anymore. He just doesn't – He, this is his last year. and I, no, just, I got to pay a little bit more attention to that because you, uh, according to, according to you know, PFF, Najee Harris is not that great of a running back through two weeks of the season, and you're saying he can't show you anything. He's not showing you anything. So maybe that's something I should look at. Maybe I'm really only paying attention to his highlights. Maybe. Cincinnati and Chicago. We both picked Cincinnati. We were both wrong. The Bengals were the Bengals were down twenty to three and nearly came back, but they could not overcome Joe Burrow throwing three picks on three consecutive passes. Um, is Joe Burrow sophomore slumpish? I guess is no. I mean, I don't think so at all. I think the worst absolute worst offensive line in the NFL is in that is in Cincinnati. The is he going to, is he going to David Carr himself? And by that, I mean, just get pounded into the ground week in and week out to the point to where he's going to have to retire early because self-preservation. I'm not going to lie to you. I think that's very freaking possible. Do you got I anything think, else on this game? I, I mean, obviously. I mean, Dalton, Dalton's injury. Yeah, the big injury, yeah. We'll see what happens with Fields. If Dalton can't go, um, I think that could cause a quarterback controversy there if Fields comes out and wins them another game. Granted, I don't think Fields won them this game. I think it was the Bears' defense and the combination with that terrible Cincy line. Right. And I hope Joe Burrow makes it through next week's game because – he has that Pittsburgh defense coming. They're going into Pittsburgh. And if TJ Watt's healthy, uh, Jesus, I feel bad for him. If TJ Watt can get back on the field. Well, Matt Nagy has done said that if the red rifle is healthy, he's the starting quarterback. I feel bad for Andy Dalton. Cause you know, the fans did not mind him getting hurt. And anytime that's the case, that's just, that's sad. Uh, is this Matt Nagy's last year in Chicago? Not if they put together a winning season. Even yeah, if they don't make the even if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think so. And they got, I mean, they got a tough matchup here against Cleveland next week. Cleveland's coming. Cleveland's Cleveland's at home as a seven and a half point favorite. And honestly, I would. <laughs> Cleveland's going to win by more than a touchdown there. I don't know. I might pick Chicago with the points. Oh, we'll see. We'll make that pick. But speaking of Cleveland. Texans, Browns, this was a game of two halves, a lot like Monday Night Football was. That, as a Browns fan, and we've made no secret that I root for the Cleveland Browns, Tyrod Taylor scared me. 
yes, he should have. Watching that game, he should have. If he's in that game, if he's in that game the whole time, you guys might have lost. Well, the Browns' defense is playing baby shit soft. I mean, they're not bringing pressure, which does absolutely no help for the big names on that defensive line. And then their secondary is not good enough to sit back and play coverage. And Houston tore him up. Tyrod Taylor was 10 of 11 for a buck 25 and had a 15 yard touchdown run that was the run where he ultimately messed up his hammy. Uh, I like the way they played in the second half and Baker Mayfield. Can we talk a little bit about Baker right here? Not only does he have the best commercials in football, because Tom Brady's subway commercials are terrible, but he is the best. He has the best commercials in football, and he is the. Let me let me uh, let me check my notes here. Um, where's it at? Yeah, Mo- second most yards per attempt in the league, and he is the most efficient quarterback in the league. He's the real deal. Like, why haven't the Browns extended him yet? He's the franchise quarterback, no? I think every, I think a lot of teams are waiting to see what, which you're, you may disagree, but I think a lot of teams are waiting to see what Lamar gets. I'm just saying the Browns have waited so long to have their guy. You know, you can, what, 21 quarterbacks in 19 years? They finally have their guy. The fact that a deal hasn't been done is is disgraceful, especially since they locked up Chubb and they locked up Hunt. I don't know what they're waiting on. Do you have any thoughts on this game at all? uh, My only thought is I hope Cleveland, for your sake, I hope Cleveland cleans it up a little bit on defense because if not, it's going to be a lot of scary games for you. Oh, they're going to have to score 30 a game to win. Um are the Browns who we thought they were running and passing? Like that offense is who we thought they were, even without Landry and LBJ. Uh yeah, that's or another thing OBJ. too. That's another thing too. Um, if those guys don't, if both those guys don't go next week, um, it that's where I may lean towards Chicago with the points, because all you gotta do is shut down those two tight ends. And Hunt's going to be lining up in the slot a lot. Going to see a lot of two RB sets. Yeah, but I mean, you still you shut down the tight ends. You still got to deal with Nick Chubb. You still got to deal with Kareem Hunt. I mean, you can throw eight in the box. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just I don't think Chicago's deep enough on defense. But we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We got other games to cover. Uh, we both picked this one right as we should have. We both got the next one wrong and. I don't know why we both picked New Orleans. Was it because of how they finished against Green Bay or what they did to Aaron Rodgers? Did we were we way too high on that defense and way too high on Jameis? So I so this is another one, right? Is the Panthers the Panthers D looked great? They got a ton of pressure. Is are is their defense good or is there or is the Saints O line that bad? Don't believe the Saints O line's that bad based off how the Packers played, how they played in uh, the Packers defense played this week. Um, two things. Jameis's two interceptions. His first interception was with 25 seconds left in the first half. He was trying to make a play late in the first half. Got hit. Interception. Nothing came of that. Right. I don't really fault the guy for that one. The second one, it was late in the game, down a ton, trying to make a play, and he was trying to hit a receiver downfield. Looks like he either tripped or got tripped up there on that one too. The second one was more of a bad throw. I'm willing to give the first one a pass, 
based off where it was. So I'm not too big on that. Um, that's what I have on the New Orleans side of the ball, kind of the Panthers defense. Darnold's decision-making looks great. Threw a pick, got hit as he threw it. It was one of those flukish kind of picks. Mm -hmm. um, I hate using this term, but Darnold may be a great game manager until he can develop into that great quarterback, and I think he can develop into that. Remember what I said about Trevor Lawrence? A good quarterback on a bad team makes a bad quarterback. Sam Darnold may be the poster child for that. Where a change of scenery to get out of New York may show the talent that made him a number one pick. Uh, a first round pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I think he may, if he continues to play this well, poster boy for that. Uh, we got the next two games correct, and they were pretty slam dunk games, although Minnesota made it a little uh, close. But uh, Arizona 34, Minnesota 33. How good is Kyler Murray? Uh, I have no words for, for the way Kyler plays. Uh, I enjoy watching him. I could watch him play every week. The way that he can just elude people, get out right. of the pocket, move around, make those throws. Guy has an arm. He can run. Mm -hmm. He's fun to watch. I don't. Are the Vikings that bad? Can they just not close a game? Like, I think. I think the days of the purple people eater defense are gone. Uh, just to highlight Kyler Murray, we had some bad. Like the quarterback play was underwhelming this week. One quarterback went over 400 yards, and it was Kyler Murray at 400. We had one quarterback who was over 350 yards, and that was Derek Carr with 387, as opposed to week one where everybody just slung the football around unless you wear the number 12 for Green Bay. And we'll have more on that here in a minute. Um, Kirk Cousins didn't look that bad, to no, be honest with you. He looked like a typical... Offense. He looked like typical Kirk Cousins, and Dalvin Cook looked great. You know, I mean, he had 131 on the ground. He did his usual stuff through the air. I mean, there's pieces there if that defense plays well, but that defense didn't play well. They did not play well, and they didn't, like, no. And week one, too, they lost to Cincinnati, who may not be as good as we thought, right? Yeah, like, exactly. They lost, by, they lost by three again there. So that's another situation where – and I feel like they, they kind of blew that one, too, in OT. Well, so. it's, I feel that the Vikings are going to be a typical Kirk Cousins team. Four or five losses by less than five points. And they can't you do know? that in that division or in the NFC, for that matter, because the NFC – Oh, exactly. They're, they're going yeah. to be one of those teams that you see at the end of the year on all the graphics, on all the networks saying – they are almost there. They are so good. Next season, they're going to be great if they just add this because they only lost this amount of games by this amount of points, but they're going to be out of the playoffs. Uh, I had this as the second best game of the week, this next one. I'm sorry, we are not there yet. We're going to go to Atlanta, Tampa. How long, Tom Brady, like, what What more can we say about the guy? There's not um, much to say about this He's game. a game manager. Obviously, yeah. clearly, he doesn't have enough passing yards to be an elite quarterback. He's a game manager. You know, he's the sum of his parts. I hate you. <laughs> um, I mean, there's really not much to say about this. We we both called this right. I said it. I said that's right. We should have. I mean, I called I called this Tampa by at least two touchdowns, which clearly they won by three. Um, just does Matt what, Ryan miss Julio Jones? 
No. Uh, Matt Ryan misses Julio Jones. I think Matt Ryan misses having a good team. Uh, that's been a few years ago. I mean, but Julio Jones, for his credit, did go over 100. He had 128 for Tennessee. That game, I, feel, I don't even want to talk about that game. I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I do. I, I, I hope this is his last year. I also just don't think Matt Ryan's that good anymore. I always, his, felt, like, his stats I always, felt, I always felt like Matt Ryan was a little overrated, if I'm being completely honest. You're, you're ready for this stat? He is seventh all-time on passing yards. At over 50,000. Seventh all time. He's ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, how about yeah. that? Let's move along. Uh, what do we have next, Daniel? Tennessee, Seattle, we both got this wrong. And I feel like we both got this right, but Seattle pissed it away. Oh, absolutely. Seattle pissed this game away. They were up, what, 29, 24-9 at the half. They were yeah. six. They were six point dog. They were six point favorites going into this game. They cost me a fucking fourteen teaser uh, by blowing this. All they had to do was just win the game. They gave this game to Tennessee. I am not a believer in Tennessee. I think that division is going to-, to be horrendous. And I will not be surprised if Houston, if Tyrod Taylor gets healthy, I will not be surprised if Houston is a contender in that division. Well, it depends on how far Texas falls back and have to make up ground. Because Tennessee is good, but all Seattle had to do was put eight in the box. I know shutting down Derrick Henry is one of the hardest things to do in football, but you cannot let that man rush for 182. You can't let him get going like he did in the second half. Is he back? Like, we saw he did nothing in week one. Is he that back? That is to be determined, 100%, because I think you can easily scheme against this defense. What about Russ? Is is Russ Russ now? Russ is still fine. Like you, you saw, think? he has what three or four touchdowns already over sixty yards this season. He can throw the ball deep, but I haven't seen him do much anything else. I think he's fine. I think they just. I think this was poor game management is what kind of pissed this game away. Hey, we all know that that is not Pete Carroll's strong suit. All you gotta do is hand the ball to Marshawn. I'm telling you, uh, Cowboys Chargers. I got this one right. You got this one wrong. Dallas 20, Chargers 17. That was a game, but it would have been a hell of a lot better had the referees not thrown the flag, it seemed like, on every play. I'm assuming you have this in front of you. If not, don't worry about it. How many penalties were thrown in this game? I do not have it in front of me. If you give me a few, <laughs> if you give me a few seconds, I'll get it for you. Well, if I'm not, yeah, go ahead. I'll kind of I'll talk about this one. Um, this was another game. I'm curious to see what Dallas does. If I told you who the number one running back, according to pro football focus, was right now, I don't know if you believe me unless I showed it to you. Trey he Pollard? Tony, yep. Tony oh, Tony Pollard. Pollard, yeah. Tony Pollard. And he does meet the minimum snap count as well so far through the season, so it's not even like ignoring snap minimums, right? It, is it a bad thing that he is outplaying Zeke Elliott? Or is it a good thing that you still have Zeke Elliott there? Why this guy is going off? Yeah, I think that's still a good thing. And I mean, and you look at the snap differential, I'll be curious to see how this plays out here because Zeke's played 114 snaps through the first two games. Tony Pollard's only played 41. So obviously there's a little bit of skewing there when you look right. at those numbers. But Tony Pollard had himself a game, man. Um, there wasn't much the Chargers could do. Are we back to seeing that, like, was week one a fluke and the Chargers still won't be able to close? Or was this just one of those games where, like you said, with the refs, 
the it was kind of one of those games where you really couldn't get into a flow for either team, and we don't really know how this would have played out. 20 penalties for 175 yards. Those were just the ones that were accepted. There were a lot that were turned down. Um, I think the third quarter alone. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Alone, there was like 10 flags before the two-minute warning. It was yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Uh, how good do you feel for Greg Zerline? To finally hit a kick? Not to finally hit a kick. He's one of the best kickers in the history of the NFL. But after what happened in week one to come back in week two and hit that game winner, Oh, now, I'm, yeah. pa- I'm partial to Zerline because he was a St. Louis, Louis Ram. Right yeah, I know. Greg the leg. But no, he's a, to see uh, him hit a 56-yarder that would have been good maybe from 60, it was we, good to see. We had a 62-yarder made in that Cardinals game, too. That was something we kind of skipped over. I mean, it's a kicker, so but made 62. Yeah, I mean, made a 62-yarder with no problem. Um. That's really all I got on this one. It was a good game. The, the penalties were kind of discouraging. Um, the, this next game is is my game of the week. Obviously, and it, it it exactly should be. It was a primetime game. It was one of the best games in the last two or three years. It's your team. I'm going to let you talk about it before I get there. So go ahead. Um, this game started off extremely rough for the Ravens. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Lamar yeah. with the pick six. And then the second pick, and just, man, this was looking rough. They fought back. They got that monkey off their back. I don't care what anybody says. It was definitely something for them um, to finally beat Kansas City. I was confident in this game. Um, a little little fun I had with it. I did a same game parlay that I'm going to talk about uh, on something that we are going to discuss here a little bit at the end. Um, I'm going to be giving out locks of the week on a specific uh, Facebook page. Um but no. I is that the one I think it is? It is. Um, my my same game parlay was Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. Got a little bit lucky there. I'll admit that. Mark Andrews over 53 and a half yards. Lamar Jackson to score a touchdown. I feel like that's a lock with that backfield almost every week. Oh, hold um, on. Got lucky with Travis Kelsey. Did you see that play? Well, that's what I mean. Like that one play hit this parlay for me. That's why I say I feel like it got a little bit got a little bit lucky because surprisingly you take that one play out of the out of the game for Kelsey right he he's he's kind of kept under wraps you take that one play out where we just had piss poor pat- tackling skills and everybody was just trying to grab him by his ankles yeah um, I mean yeah Lamar over sixty seven and a half rushing Travis Kelsey over ninety and a half receiving yards I did hit that same game parlay and I did it was a little bit of a homer bet but I did bet the Ravens to win them win this game straight up uh, money line so well that right there is why Dan's gonna door dash me lunch here today because he made that play um it, it was a hell of a game how how weird is it to see the Chiefs piss away that final drive. <coughs> Clyde Bless Edwards, you. Thank you. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Did that come through? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I tried to mute. Um Clyde Edwards Hilaire uh kind of coughed that game up. Owen. Uh Owe. That guy, he, he made a play on that too. He saw it was like he saw Edwards Hilaire making that move with the ball and he just punched it out, hit it, hit him with the peanut punch, is what we, we like to call it here in Baltimore. Yeah. Um knocked that ball out, and man, he just just that that kid had a game too. That kid had a game. It, 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 he was, you he know was what? a very questionable draft pick, and I questioned it myself this season. But, man, has he kind of just shown up. How about the balls on Jim Harbaugh? 
looking at Lamar Jackson on fourth and one, asking, you want to do it? You want to go for it? And Lamar, then Jackson Lamar, getting one do you want to go for this? One more yard than what they needed to on fourth and one to seal the game. You have to there. You can't put the ball. I don't. You can't. Oh yeah, you can't get the. Yeah, but still, like, that's some cojones, you know. And and that's a way to give your guy some confidence too, right? Because Harbaugh, especially after all those turnovers he's had in the the last couple of weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. four or five so far through the first two weeks? It's something, and the the ones last week that just ate them alive and lost them the game. That's it, what, exactly. This was a good bounce back game. It was the first time that Patrick Mahomes has lost in September. It was the first time that Lamar Jackson has beaten Kansas City. He is now one and four. Yeah. Um, both teams went over four hundred yards on offense. It was the only game to have that. Uh, Jackson was 239 through the air, 107 on the ground. He did have the two turnovers. I don't want to say he outplayed Patrick Mahomes, but. I don't think you can say that. Um, to, and that's, that's, that's coming from me. I don't think you can say that just simply because of the turnovers. Um, they were there. It was very poor decision-making. I think that Ravens defense stepped up and won us that game. That's, th- that's why I'm not going to say that he, he outplayed Mahomes. Um, but I, I think. That defense really came through clutch. All right, let's talk about the last game of the week, Monday Night Football. You want to talk about stepping up. You want to talk about bouncing back. That's what this Green Bay Packers team did. We both picked this correctly. Let's talk a little bit about the reigning NFL MVP. Week one was was shit. Quarterback rating 36.8, dead last in the league. He's week still two, far down there according to PFF. Week two, one forty-five point six, best in the league. So take that, you know, for for what you will. Which, by the way, Tyrod Taylor was second in uh, quarterback rating. Which take the stat for whatever you want, but he was second before he got hurt. Um, Detroit's. Detroit was up at halftime, and this game just got away from them. I I don't know if if I don't know if it was golf being golf or it's definitely golf being golf. Fumbled the Packers snap. defense maybe got better. I think it's a mixture of both. Um, that Packers defense definitely played better this week. Obviously, I right. feel like they came out with a little bit of pep in their step, a little bit of umph. Uh, you saw you saw Aaron Jones kind of feeling himself. Um, but twenty total man plus total yards, yeah. What was it? Was it almost back to back? I believe it was back to back drives. He he fumbled that ball and then threw an interception. Like I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not upset about it. I before this game last night, I decided I was going to straight bet the over, straight bet Green Bay minus the eleven and a half, tease it and parlay it, and boom, all four hit just like that. Well, Green so, Bay Green Bay scored the last twenty one points after a uh, field goal with three seconds left by Seibert, and then. They just went off. They had 108 yards on the ground, or I'm sorry, 96 yards on the ground. Detroit actually outrushed them. The Packers had more first downs this week than what they had offensive plays last week. It's so insane. it's insane the difference in that in that game. They had 18 offensive plays last week, 18, and they weren't shut out. Like that's that's amazing. Uh, Detroit should have won this game on paper. They 
they outrushed, they out, they outpassed, they had more total yards. Turnovers are what killed them. They had two turnovers. The Packers, I mean, they only had five flags against them. There were a few costly flags for Detroit late in that contest that just took them just clear out of the game. Goff, 26 for 36 for 246. Two TDs, a pick. Aaron Rodgers, 22 for 27, 255, four TDs. You can't get much better than that. It, no, he looked not. like Aaron Rodgers of old. I mean, maybe they put maybe they put the whole, you know, Aaron wants to leave Green Bay behind them after week one. And maybe this is the scary, scary Aaron Rodgers that we both predicted we were going to see this week and this season. My guy looked good. I was happy. Glad to see him back playing his game. I like Rodgers. Um, man, it's just one of like kudos to them. They played a great game. I feel like the Lions are that bad. The Lions have another tough matchup this week against the Ravens. Uh, Ravens are coming into that game eight-point favorites. On the road, I might fade that, that line. All right. Let's take a look at the standings through week two. Three-way tie in the AFC East with the Jets bringing up the rear. Everybody's one and one. I'm going to come back to that division, mainly one of the division leaders, because there's a stat there that's going to blow your mind. Everybody in the NFC or the AFC North is one and one, depending on what site you go. You can get all four teams listed in first place. However, the tiebreaker would go to Cleveland because of the point differential. Cleveland is the only one with a positive one. They are plus six. The AFC South, Tennessee and Houston, one and one. Colts, Jacksonville, 0 and two. Two undefeated teams, and the only two undefeated teams in the AFC are in the West. Broncos and Raiders are both 2-0. Chargers and Chiefs are 1-1. So that's the AFC. In the NFC, three teams in the NFC East are 1-1. Eagles, Washington, and Dallas. Giants, 0-2. Packers and Bears sit atop the NFC North with the Vikings and Lions sitting at 0-2. Two undefeated teams lead the NFC South with the Bucks and the Panthers. Saints are one and one, and the Falcons are an abysmal zero and two with a negative forty-nine point differential. The Rams, the Niners, and the Cardinals all two and zero. Seahawks, probably arguably the best team in that division, one and one. I wanted to circle back to Miami. Now we all know that the Falcons are bad, negative forty-nine. Miami has a negative thirty-four point differential, mainly to that. 35 to nothing Buffalo spanking. Yeah. But still, that is the second worst point differential. Now, we're two weeks into the season, so maybe we shouldn't be panicking here. But that's that's going to be a long climb to get back to positive numbers. They're going to have to win a lot of games to get back there. I say that now and watch them beat whoever they're playing in week three by 30. Yeah, I don't look at the point differential too much this early on in the season because you got those blowouts. I mean... The Jets right. are pro- the, the Jets are looking to be the worst team in the league, and they only have a negative twenty-four point differential. When you got teams like I don't know, you got Green Bay only a touchdown behind them at negative seventeen. Right. So it, it's one of those things. Like that's not something I'm looking at huge, but that is pretty interesting. That you know they win that they win week one on, by one point basically, and then they lose one or two points, and then they lose this next week like that. So it's definitely something to watch. Um, let's uh. What else Shall we make about? our picks for this week? Yeah, let's do it. 
All right. I will take I will record these for posterity as soon as my computer uh-huh. wants to work. So we got Thursday night, Daniel, Carolina, Houston. Talk to me about who you have here. I got Carolina here. I'm this is gonna be a Thursday night game. I'm gonna be locked into. Even if Tyrod's back, I still my pick wouldn't change. I think Sam Darnold looks really good, and I want to continue to watch him play, and this is a game I can actually sit down and watch them play. Agree on all counts. Let's move along. Chicago, Cleveland, in Cleveland, early game, 1 p.m. You know where I'm going with this. I mean, I'm taking Cleveland, too, uh, straight up, obviously. We don't, we, don't, we don't put spreads into this at all. Definitely taking Cleveland on this one. So. Let's uh let's move on. There's not I don't really feel like there's much to say. Washington at Buffalo. Uh reluctantly, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. This is I feel like I have to go Buffalo here too, just because of the the namesake there with Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and that defense. Heineke wins this one. I'll tell you what, they're putting me on notice. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. That Cincinnati O-line is just awful on that Pittsburgh D-line. Got to take Pittsburgh. I'm going to agree with you. So far, we're four for four. Indianapolis at Tennessee. Uh, this depends is, on the quarterback, right? It does. Um, this depends on the quarterback. I will make this known on our show right now. Carson Wentz starts. I'm taking Indianapolis. If Carson Wentz doesn't start, I'm going to take Tennessee. No, no, no. You got to so, give me a team. I'm going to take Tennessee here because I don't think Carson Wentz plays. I typed mine in first, okay? I picked Tennessee as well. So it looks like we're going to go pretty chalk in the early games. Atlanta takes to the Giants. Oh, the team of defeateds. I'm going to go with the Giants here. Same. Uh, there's, there, there's no real explanation for it. I just think that the Giants are a better team than Atlanta. I do. I think Atlanta's... Atlanta's top one of the top three worst teams in the league. I've been saying this since we started talking about them. I don't think they're good. Jameis Winston goes to Mac Jones, New Orleans in Boston. I'm going to go here with New England. I think that, I think that defense is going to, I think that Belichick defense is going to hide some and we might see a couple picks from Jameis. Yep. I hate, I hate that we're agreeing on everything here. And maybe it's just we we've known each other for too long and we have a like mindedness here. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to agree on this one to uh, piss yeah. off Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City at home against the Chargers taking KC. I will say this. Um, let me take a look here at this line really quick. I kind of like the Chargers with the points, though. They're getting six and a half. Uh, no. No, 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 no. You, wh- what is my motto, Dan? Don't never bet against. Yeah, never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but so, a, a team you can bet against: Arizona and Jacksonville. Arizona's at Jacksonville. Uh, so this is your game of the week. My game of the week was the Titans versus the Colts. We talked about both those games. Um, now. To be clear, you know, you know what? Go let let's let's go back a little bit. I'm gonna backtrack here because we should have talked about these first. Um, I had the Colts in this game. I'm gonna stick with the Colts. Just go ahead and change my pick on that one. Ooh. Um, I had the Colts originally. I do think Carson Wentz not playing is probably gonna screw me, but you never know. 
Um, I, this is chalk. Come on, we both got Arizona here. I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, let's move along. Where are we going next? Baltimore at Detroit. <laughs> Do we yeah. have to talk about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, I would say this could be a letdown game for the Ravens after winning that game. I don't see that happening. I don't think the Lions are that good, and I think that that Baltimore defense is that good. Dolphins at Vegas. This is a late game, mainly because I don't think there's anything else in there. Tua well, doesn't in Vegas. It, yeah, if Tua doesn't play, I mean, I think even if Tua does play, it don't matter. That's Vegas. We're both going Raiders here, then. Yeah, this is extremely weird that we both have. This is terrible radio, as they would say. <laughs> Jets at Denver. In Denver. Guys, I'm taking Denver. Yeah. See, this is what I was this is what I said at the beginning of the show. This is a bad week. Isn't this a Bridgewater revenge game too? Wasn't he in New York for a little bit? Uh yes, I think. I don't know. Maybe the game of the week is right here. Tampa Bay at the Rams. I know where I'm going because what's my other motto, Dan? There are three quarterbacks you never bet against. Patrick yeah, Mahomes, Aaron <coughs> Rodgers, Tom Brady. Um, Well, I am. Go with the Rams just to be different. I am. I am. Um, So one thing that we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk about, I'm going to touch on it real quick. That Chargers-Cowboys game, that was a Cowboys home game in L.A. I'm sorry, say that again? That was a Cowboys home game in L.A. Oh, yeah. The, fan base. the way how loud that crowd got for the Cowboys was astonishing to me. If it's anything like that this week, the Rams are getting blown out. If that's a Tampa home game because of Brady, the Rams are getting blown out. I'll call that now. Uh, Yeah, but, you know, Tom – Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady. I I don't think it matters who's in the stadium, who's not in the stadium. That that's that. Seahawks, Vikings. This should be the national game, but I think that the Rams, Buccaneers may be it. Seattle goes to Minnesota. Who do you have? I'm gonna take Seattle here. I think Russ is gonna bounce back. Um, and I just don't trust that Minnesota team. You know what? I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna go with Minnesota. I can't explain why. I mean, it's a home game for them. They've lost their last. They've lost their first two it games not entire, by much. Like, they could easily insane. be as two two and zero oh as, as they are zero oh and two. So it is insane how loud that that place in Minnesota gets, and I hate that horn so much. Do I hate that horn? I mean, Seattle's a one and a half point favorite, so it, it's almost a it's almost a pick them in Seattle. Yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Minnesota because of your famed oh, you know, home field advantage, whatever. Uh, Green Bay travels to San Francisco Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers once again on the national stage. It's a Sunday night game, but it'll be daylight in San Francisco. You never bet against Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady. So Ever. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the team that's that's favored in this game. Um, the the bookmakers must know something I don't, and that is the 49ers. Why? The bookmakers must know something I don't. And they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. It's not even like a minus one. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see. We do have some differences in the late game, so 
If we go chalk in the early games, maybe the late games are going to be different. I think we're going to go different here, too. I'm taking Philly, and I'm probably betting this game, and I'm taking Philly plus the points. They're four-and-a-half-point dogs. I don't think Dallas is that much better than Philly, and I have a feeling you're going to go with Dallas here. I am. Um, and I can't answer why. I'd, maybe it's I don't trust Hurts. Maybe it's Philly hasn't really shown me very much. Maybe I like Dallas's run game. I mean that. I mean this is going to be a, this is a 52 point total, and I think this game probably goes over 60. I think 52 is low. Maybe Jerry Jones is just works his magic on national television. But so, at least it's a Cowboys game where we don't got to listen to Troy Aikman. I love I love Joe Buck. I love Troy Aikman, but him doing a Dallas Cowboys game can get taxing. A lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah, I didn't mind listening to Romo do it because you almost couldn't tell that he he played for them the way he called that game. Although he did say he loved Jerry Jones, and Trade I mean my my hatred, yeah, my hatred aside, it is what it is. We made uh, our picks for this week. So through week one, and we both when we picked all those games last week, when we picked our games, you finished ten and six, I finished ten and six, and we had different games wrong here. Um, yeah. Through, yeah, absolutely. Through the first two weeks of the season, we are – I am plus one in our – what we considered our best games of the week. I'm plus one over top of you because Baltimore did beat Kansas City. Um, this week we'll be telling. So what you got for me? We both have Arizona in our – in my game of the week. And I have Tennessee. You have Indianapolis. Is that how we picked them this week? Yeah. All right, so we'll see about that. See if I can come back or you take a commanding 2-0 lead here. We'll see what we can do elsewhere in our actual picks of the week. You said you were going to give us some locks. Do you want to tease that, or do they got to go to the Facebook page to get there? Uh, They're going to have to go to the Facebook page to get there, for sure. Uh, It's way too early in the week for me just starting my research. Fair enough. Can we announce it now? I feel like we can announce it now. Yeah, we can definitely talk about it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud. Dan and I have started the Sports Dispatch on Facebook. It's going to be the home of this podcast. It's going to be the home of the new Caps Locks and Chair Shots podcast. We got new hosts coming in. There's going to be three, four, five new ones. We're going to have a rotating basis. Uh, We're about to relaunch that one here shortly. New logo, new entrance, new everything there. You got us here. We're going to be here. You're also going to get meme creation. You're going to get content creation. You're going to get articles. If you want to be a writer for us, get a hold of me and Dan. We'll get you hooked up. We'll get you set up. I'm excited about this, Dan. We have a home now that we can actually update. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty stoked about this. It's your baby. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, is it something that, you know, you and I, we, we've – We've worked for multiple sites in the past. Um, this is something that I feel like we can kind of cater to us, and I feel like we're going to treat everybody that comes in and works with us well. We know this may be a stepping stone for some, and that's something that we will be very proud of as well to see people move on to better opportunities. Um, I'm excited to see where we can grow this. This is something that we're going to continue to go. I'm going to put eventually. I'm going to put some NFT space stuff on there. Uh, some Zed Run stuff and everything like that. I'm going to see what I can bring in. This is something that's going to grow into a website, and I hope to grow to a decent size. Get in on the ground floor. Get in with us now. 
That's the Sports Dispatch on Facebook. We're growing, but we need you guys to grow with us. So get a hold of me and Dan. Dan, where, 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 where can they get a hold of you? Um, I want you guys to get a hold of me through the Facebook page. That way, Ed and I both are on the same page with the people we're bringing in. You can send us a message through the Sports Dispatch. Um, just go to Facebook, search it. The Sports Dispatch will pop up right there. And shoot us a message. Let us know what you're interested in. We're looking for writers for everything from Formula One to golf to soccer and everything in between. Absolutely. So that's that. We're going to give you another football show next week. Probably Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, maybe Monday. We'll see. We gave you a baseball show yesterday. We're not going to revisit baseball till we get to the world series so you're gonna take a peek on that dan i may do a one-off we're gonna talk about some hockey you want to join me there or do i need to find somebody else that actually you know pays attention um i think we may go we may go a different route here with that only because i'm not that big of a hockey guy i may jump in i I may sort of host that one a little bit you might hear my voice you might not okay so you have that to tune into that's going to be coming up as the season starts in a little under four weeks. So we're going to get that out to you. Look for the revamped Caps Locks and Chair Shots podcast. I'm getting the host lined up. We're getting everything taken care of. Stay tuned for that. Jaime, if you're listening, get a hold of us. We haven't heard from you in a while. We need to talk, brother. Dan, as always, great show. You know, we'll be back next week. Absolutely, and I'm looking forward to it. And maybe a tease. There may be a watch along coming for, you know, old school caps locks. We may have a watch along coming. You okay with that, Dan? Yeah, watch absolutely. Along. Watch along. I'd be yeah. down with that. Yeah, watch along. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Dan, you got anything else? Any saved rounds? I have. I, I got. I got no bullets left. I'm. Uh, I'm about all tapped out. We kept this one. Close to an hour for you guys as well. We're getting a little bit better with our timing. Hey, how about that? It's almost like we haven't been doing this for three years. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. And as always, remember, if your team is not doing well, it could be the players named later that make it all better. Thanks for listening. Go Cardinals!